Blog Talk Radio. And I'm on now. All right, we're back on the Candy Show. Secretary Show for tuning in. Yes, Pro Wrestling Talk live here at the South New York. Dave, online shortly. Um, let's the phones and technology here. Let's get to start talking about the Liverpool Cup. Uh, last night, we had a uh, It was a great review. Congratulations to TNA on their 10-year anniversary. Anniversary pay per view. I think I'm on again. Oh, no, okay. Is this? <laughs> oh, technology. It says right here, host disconnected, but I guess I'm online. We're still doing the show. We got a bunch of guests here tonight. Uh, looking forward to getting some guests on. We got some people from the Body Slam World Organization. We're going to get on in a little while. Wow. Thank you. 
Let's see how long I'm on for this for this portion. I'm not going to do another intro, but let's talk about we're going forward into Monday Night Raw tonight. A special three-hour Monday Night Raw, and it looks like the phones are down as well, so I'm flying solo. Uh, a three-hour Raw tonight, uh, the special thing with Raw tonight is we are looking at the return of Mr. McMahon and Mr. Phantom has been seen on TV in quite some time. My person is going to jump on Michael Wall, and we're going to do it up right. You've got shit squared away. Uh, Michelle, having fun being on the mic? I am having a lot of fun being on the mic. Yeah, who knows if anyone's actually hearing this. We're trying to get the phone situation squared away. We're trying to get the technology done. Um, great. When you do a test run, test run is great. It's actually live when you're doing it. So uh, We're hoping that this will work out. Um, great here in the new year. Michelle, the return of Vincent Kitty, a guy who was let go, so to speak. He was uh, unceremoniously dismissed and now we're looking at he may have some power back. He's going to be the one to evaluate uh, Johnny Laurinaitis and the job he's been doing. Uh, I'm very excited about it. He's, to me, one of the best characters there has ever been in the WWE. And we'll see how it is online for this time. The best in pro wrestling talk. And you get to hear us. Um, this is the one I'm going to try and get Dave on. On the line, we start talking pro wrestling. Thing. So we got. We're talking a bit about the return of Mr. Vince McMahon. And let's see how long phone call sports phone just go to the phones. How are you there? I call. Go on some place and call here. I'm a chunk of time. There's a Kenry. 
at the Peppermint South, the special petition hour running up. Right now, my producer shall have taken over some co hosting duties to try and get Dave on with about Vincent Man, wrestling organization, a big event coming up Saturday. So, recording that going on. Just to be over. Uh, get that later on. I think we're on the line. Dave, are you there? I think so. Right, I think I'm here. Are you there? I can kind of hear you. I hate technology. Hey, we're going on. Hello. Hey, how long is it? How is it out there? How is it out there? Hello. Hello. God damn it. Can I hear somebody? Anybody? Just Give me something. Can... Hello. Are you there? Okay. Um, come off. Right, we're gonna try and situation. You know, go on. You know what all this is shitting the bed on us right now. Some kids, I know there are kids here today, but. Have our issues there. We're going to try on. Uh, Dave, hopefully you're out listening. Um, I hear you. Everyone's here. Hear you. And the vibe is out there in Hartford. What you're hearing in Hartford. You might hear it you. Just pick up. Just start talking. Just give us a call back in, Dave. Uh, we'll, we'll still try to keep fixing those. Three four seven eight three eight nine eight 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 nine. Three four seven three eight nine. Is the pro wrestling get back to talking about Vince McMahon. Monday Night Raw. Mister Man. Nunzio here. I'm a cruiser with champ. Thank you so much for coming on. Down to the show. Appreciate you coming a little. Yeah, sure. You'll come off a bit. Is on the internet now. Going, I'm trying to get a contract. 
be on the wrestling business, who I think 100 percent deserves the kind of service contract TNA. Has Mr. to work. I mean, I, I agree with you. I think he deserves a contract at any time you get wrestling world of buzz. Uh, he's doing something right. Um, what's it like working with him? Do you think for a guy like him, uh, TNA would be better right now to start honing his skills? Do you think there's more of an opportunity for TNA? Well, of course, I think. Talking about Joey Ron uh, in TNA, uh, what thoughts are on the creation of in uh, Joey Ryan with fall into that category? Um, as far as companies out right now, uh, what do you think of the cruiserweights in the business at this time? They're the only company out there now that took anybody. So, you know, I mean, I think the WWE should showcase the way that they should have a vision for them. That's going on now. So, I have TNA that showcases the all areas and just other guys. And some guys like Brian Kendrick and stuff like that. They have a bunch of other guys.
started with this thing should uh, definitely even though they have been around for 10 years that was the guideline having fame so I think that's actually that's big company should have a Curiously, you mentioned a few guys over over the course of the interview. Austin Aries, Sting, uh, Christian. Obviously, who do you look forward to watching nowadays? Who do you like to watch in the ring? Like, who do you enjoy most? Well, I, think I enjoy like a lot of my like, shows. A lot of guys in honor.
ASAP. Oh, we're going to do our best here and have some fun, have some drinks. I know as soon as this show's over, I am having a couple drinks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? That's not a bad idea. Can I get a, a, a Dolio orange? Can call you the drink right about now. I'm a drink. We're down here at Pepsi. trying to get... Let's a call. We'll see if we can get these phone lines up and running. 4783898815. The number again is 3478389815. Uh, again, one of the phone problems are having some issues. We did have scheduled. Hopefully, we'll get them on. Friend of the show and contributor. He's blogged for us. He's called a number of times. Uh, Vladimir Joseph, uh, first class Vladimir Joseph, won the CTWE Heavyweight Championship. Our congratulations uh, to him as far as him winning uh, the CTWE championship. So as we move forward, moving forward into tonight's Monday Night Raw, and uh, 3-0 Raw, I'd like to talk a little bit about how WWE, as they move forward right now, and they're going to be doing, they're going to be doing shows three hours each every week, and to a certain extent, uh, I think that might be a real problem creatively for the WWE. Um, as Nunzio pointed out as he was on the show, you know, they don't feature the cruiserweights nowadays. They don't really feature tag team. They don't really feature a lot of the secondary stars. Not, not like when we go on wrestling. Uh, there'd be a great scene surrounding the IC title. Um, in the 90s, there was a great scene surrounding the cruiserweight title. There were other titles that meant something. Uh, you could really sell a three-hour show. Uh, going forward now at this point, three hours creatively is going to be very difficult for the WWE to, to fill. Unless they start uh, making these titles mean more uh, going down the line. Now, I think right now it seems like they're trying to repair uh, the division, which is a good thing. Uh, they got uh, some Putting tag teams uh, right now uh, to kind of enhance the tag division. And I do think the IC title picture could be uh, something uh, into the title picture. They have Cody Rhodes in the title picture, and they have Christian, uh, who has the IC title. That could bring a lot of notoriety to the uh, IC championship. With this that uh, we need um, as far as on those standard belts. But moving forward, if they don't do that, if they don't move in that direction, uh, we're going to have some trouble filling three hours uh, week in and week out. But moving forward, next week we have the big pay-per-view for the WWE. And one of the major storylines running is CM Punk versus uh, Daniel Bryan with who knows where the psycho AJ is going to fall and where her allegiance falls. She was with Daniel Bryant. She was flirting with Sam Punk, wearing Punk's um, T-shirt. And now she seems to be flirting a bit with the Monster Kane. That is a trip threat match. Um, so who knows where her allegiance is going to lie going forward. And I'm sure we'll get some more explanation um, going forward. Again, Shell, my producers, stepping on the mic, kind of jumping on with some co-hosting duties. 
Um, as far as like, what are your thoughts on as, as a woman actually, and and portraying a psycho female kind of character? Uh, this is a, is a good thing. Is it working? Is it, is it keeping you interested? Well, I would think it's working. Am I actually interested in it? Maybe not. Maybe the uh, Dan Bryan and CM Punk AJ thing is not the most exciting thing. But having seen in the past a little something to kind of like Beauty and the Beast, you know, the big monster, and she's, you know, whatever they say, 98 pounds, which as a woman being five foot one, I find that hard to believe. But, you know, um, that it's going to run its course soon or else it's going to get boring. How many wrestlers she moves to? Um, I will say surprise that AJ has become one of the only divas, I guess, with a storyline right now besides the divas champion. That's basically how I feel. I, I would never have thought she'd be the one kind of coming up the line of the diva so far. But again, Kelly Kelly had a run for the past, what, five, six years being on top, and she can't really wrestle. I bet she was on top, and that's why uh-huh. she's got to <laughs> But now I hear, actually, that her um, status in the company is questionable. What's on that? Um, yeah, you know, it's funny. I mean, Kelly Kelly... Having a conversation about the uh, but you know, I mean, Kelly Kelly is the most marvel, I guess, right now. However, she's a little skilled, so I, I think short term, yeah, it works for her. She's in the uh, what Maxim magazine top hundred right. hottest people on the planet. Um, you know, she's she's got some stuff going on. However, her in ring ability is pretty weak. I really even call them Mike Skill. Um, yeah. Her character is pretty much uh, non-existent. And what I find is in an era where WWE continues to try and push a type of campaign and be proud of who you are, uh, the image that they're training is Barbie doll. They're trying to say, you know, it doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter. You don't have to portray a certain image. Um, and have skilled workers like a, a Natty, a Nightheart, uh, like a Beth Phoenix, who could give you some killer action. And rather than the WWE pushing skilled performers, they, they're pushing the person that's uh, the best looking. And you're right, right now, as far as storyline goes, the most substantial storyline that Diva has is a storyline, and it purely has to do with the men and her being a valet, perhaps, or somebody. I would like to see, I think it would be nice if they did something where they almost made her someone a power couple, and if she parlayed something into, it was having a guy go down to the ring and distract the championship, and AJ kind of wins the championship, at least she would give that belt a little bit of juice. Maybe people would care a little bit about the Diva Championship, and that's kind of what I'm talking about, as you make, uh, you know, take a long time to make a point. Going to a three-hour Raw, that's a belt that needs matter. As much as we laugh and everyone knows, and I'm sure every wrestling fan in attendance right now, I'm sure as we play Raw live at the end of the show, that when the Diva match starts, that's when there's going to be a line to the bathroom. People go in to take care and the, the Diva match is on. That wasn't always the case. Back in the day, you'd sit there and watch a match with a, Stratus and, and Lita, and that would be a good match. 
But, you know, now you get a pay-per-view, you have a couple beers, you know, you're watching that, you know you're going to hold your bladder until you hear, you hear and the next match is for the, the championship, and then you run to the bathroom. And, and that's what it's become. And as I agree. You would think that I would be appalled and in an outrage, but it's true. And I think the biggest problem, or the start of big problems, was when they introduced the Demon's Cup, which has many, many, many years of tradition history. So they give that up for a pink butterfly. It's a, it's a good point. I mean, yeah, I, when I heard they were going to do away, I mean, I didn't think they would go to Diva Belt that looks like. I mean, it's almost. It's a disgrace, though. I mean, it's almost, and people make fun of the spinner belt. And I've never been a fan. Look, I, I'm not a hater. And I'll be honest, I've never been a fan of changing belt, period. I wasn't a big fan of the Smoking Soul belt when Stone Cold did it. I wasn't a fan of the Brahma belt. I wasn't a fan of the spinner belt. The interesting thing about the spinner belt is that they kept it. It was John Cena's uh, spinner belt, and then they just kept it. Now, the rumor is that they will be changing the belt shortly. Um, if you look on the show on Facebook, Facebook.com slash the Pain Reedy Show, uh, that is the word on to the new WWE Championship belt. Curious to see what people think of it. Uh, on the website, to me, it kind of looks like a cookie tray with a big W in the middle of it. I'm a big fan of the new design. I think they could have done better. Now, the reports are it's a preliminary design, but you know, it's, uh, who knows where they are as far as the design. Hopefully, it is a preliminary design. But as you brought the diva, make up this thing as far as the belt. Uh, you're out there, you're listening. 347-838-9815 is the number to call. This is the Ken Reedy Show. Ken Show. You listen to us on Blog Talk Radio. We're here live at the Pepper Mill South in Congress, New York. Uh, Nunzio is nice to get on with us for a little bit. We're going to have some more guests as we go forward. Um, but we are looking forward to a three-hour Raw. And I'd like to ask you, Michelle, when we talk about hours, the hours of creative TV, you're hoping. Um, right now, the current state of the WWE, do you, when you hear three hours, down your throat, wow, three-hour Raw. Special 1,000 episode, three hours. Do you think to yourself, I am psyched, wow, an extra hour, or are you looking at, wow, we're going to get probably an hour worth of crap, and then a two-hour raw? Um, I tend to think we're going to get an hour of crap and a two-hour raw, and it's going to be uh, similar to when they had the guest hosts every week. There's a lot of loss, and I, I don't, it might be good for kids, maybe they'll all enjoy it. It's going to be for adults hours watching Raw on Monday. Um, I think you might lose out because you might get in towards the virtual Monday Raw as it is. We've had some really good this year, and then real close. And if you're trying to fill three hours with creativity, think about the expansion of baseball when the players get water. Down, and I feel like that's what's going to happen to Monday. Friday. That's a good point. Like, wow, I like I like the baseball. Now. That, that would be... You're right. It's a water, and if you're not 
finishing up. Um, what is the like, uh, now that you saw this year? Uh, seeing a lot of the thing was amazing. Um, there's, there's been some good uh, punk and uh, they go in the I'm not a big fan of the storyline so far, the punk storyline, but kind of top heavy. You'll watch Austin match, you'll look forward to the CM Punk match. Um, after that, you know, it kind of gets a Cody and Christian look at it. Uh, those guys can put match. They've got a rivalry now for the IT title, which is great to see the I title matter. Um, gonna fill up a gap, and and it's interesting because the WWE obviously realized at a West Coast region we have disaster. Um, I don't think any wrestling fan really knows or one or two that were somewhat enjoyable. I guess Piven jumping off the top rope. That was good. Uh, Jack was a decent throw that. Um, and the Muppets were a tremendous guest host uh, on Monday Night Raw. So, you know, when you look at that, look at a pro wrestling show, uh, pro wrestling, not sports wrestling show. And all of the Muppets, Muppets were the top you know, as far as being a wrestling fan. I love the Muppets. I mean, you know, I know they're trying to march him to face, um, but you kind of want to see a bit of an edge to him. And as much as it was funny short term, uh, I don't know. Like to think of him as a, you know, beer swilling, bar going ass kicker. It just kind of, I don't know. It knew it is there. You know, I enjoyed him more as a heel over. A face, and we're gonna. We're gonna I, I have a caller on the line. Let, let's try this. Uh, call are you there? Yeah, it's a Jerry. Hey, Jerry, how you doing? Jerry Lynn is on the line. Jerry Lynn, how you doing? I'm doing great. Doing, doing great. Good to hear from you. Sorry, we had some phone issues. Uh, glad to have you on. Um, just want to ask you a couple of questions. I know uh, you have said that this is your final year. You're going to be retiring. Um, why was it so happy? You guys are breaking up a little bit. Sorry, yeah, we're having some problems with the phones. Uh, what, better now. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, what can what, what made it sin for you to retire this year? Pardon? How did you come up with the decision to retire? Uh, my body is telling me. <laughs> so, <laughs> and uh, it, it was a tough decision. You know, it was probably one of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make. But uh, uh, when I was out working a PWS show against Dan Moff and he got hurt in the match, it, it was like a wake-up call. It just suddenly, I didn't plan to, I didn't even plan to announce a retirement yet or anything, but when that happened, it just sort of uh, 
reality just sort of slapped me across the face and just said, hey, you know, it's time to start listening to the body. And, that, that you know, it was it was a tough decision, but I got to listen. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, we were at a PWS show recently, and uh, you had wrestled. And he said that was someone you really wanted to wrestle. Uh, what went into the decision to, to wrestle Marty? Um, I guess you know, I, I he Eric had asked me. He says, "Is there anyone you've never wrestled that you'd like to wrestle before you retire?" And it just Marty. You know, I'd, I'd been wanting to wrestle him for years, but it. No one ever put it together. So when Eric asked me, that was the first name that popped up. So, and cause I remember I was before I even uh, thought about becoming a wrestler. I remember him and Sean watching them in the AWA when they were the Midnight Rockers, and uh, so it was a it was an honor to be able to get in the ring with them. Any anybody else you look into to wrestle before you hang it up? Um. I haven't thought about it yet. I'm sure there's some out there. I just got to think about it and uh, go over the, you know, think about who's still wrestling and and who are some young up and comers that I'd like to get in there with. So we'll see. I got, you know, there's a couple of promoters here and there asking. So I just got to think about it and try and put together a list and see who's still out there. Hey Jerry, it's Nuns. Hey, how you doing? You're retiring this year. We say I heard about that. We had uh, many good years together. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Nice work is in the business. A lot of lot of fun times. We had extreme rising up, and obviously you encroached last time. And nothing short of what I thought. And hopefully everything. I look forward to seeing you at Extreme Rise to the next time, and um, I just want to wish you the best of luck, and uh, I definitely will thank you for everything you have to do. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. I, I think, I think my, my, I'm going to have to put the last match off till January, because I talked to Mikey Whipwreck, and he wants me to be on the uh, Psycho Circus show in Long Island, and they hold every January. So, I don't know if that'll be the last match. I don't think it'll be the last match, but I gotta just—it'll probably happen in January because I want my last match to be against a wrestler in out of Texas. His name's Scott Showtime Summers. So, Scott Showtime so, Summers is gonna be the last match. Yeah, I, it just depends on where and where we can put it together and uh, where it would make sense. And I don't know. I'd like to have it be at a, a larger event, but we'll see. Very cool. Very cool. Um, just you know, it's it's like it's kind of like an ECW union here. At, at, uh, you've been ECW. Uh, <laughs> we got an ECW chant breakout. Here at DNA, WWE. I mean, you've been around the business for a while. What would be your favorite memory uh, as far as your lengthy career? My best memory. Yeah. I can't pick a best. There's been. Uh, so many uh, great, you know, great moments in the career, and for different reasons. See, I, it's really hard to pick just one. Um, I don't know. I can't, <laughs> I can't pick one. And any any title that held uh, special meaning to you? 
Oh, you know, uh, of course, the ECW title, and uh, um, I don't know. I guess uh, it's tough. It's tough. I, you know, another. Oh gosh, it's so hard. There's a, a match I had just a couple of years ago in Minneapolis at First Avenue, uh, me and X-Pac, and it was the first time we'd wrestled in Minneapolis, I think, in like 17 years or something like that, and that was a real special night. And then uh, at the arena when I was wrestling for Ring of Honor when uh, they inducted me in the uh, the Hardcore Hall of Fame, that was a real surprise and a special night. And then, of course, you know, uh, of course, you know, winning the ECW title in my hometown in St. Paul, that was a special night because my dad wasn't able, he, he hasn't been, seen me wrestle too many times, but he was able to be there that night. So that made that night really special. And, um, oh, gosh, I'm trying to think. What, there's, you know, and, of course, uh, winning the Ring of Honor title in Houston against Nigel McGuinness and, uh I don't know. There's been so many, you know, special moments. Not even just winning titles. There's just, there's uh, what would constitute a special moment is on those nights that where you have the fans just blowing the roof off the place, and there you got them on the edge of their seats, and they're standing up, and their hands are on their heads after someone kicks out and stuff. That's when you get back to your chair on those nights, and then you get back to the locker room, you sit down, and you think, man, all the injuries, all the sacrifice, it's nights like that that make it all worthwhile. That's awesome. That That's really cool. I'm curious, you know, when you brought up the DW and the ECW title, um, you know, you're, it's amazing that they're coming out with new ECW uh, DVD. It still captivates people uh, to this day. I mean, it's a revolution. But what was it like being on that rise, ECW? Wrestling scene. Oh, it was it was never a dull moment. Every time, you know, that, that was the 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 most fun and best time of my life as far as when you're talking about going to work. Because I was looking forward. <laughs> I didn't dread get, having to get up early and head to the airport because I knew it was going to be nonstop entertainment. Just you know, just being on the road with that crew. Uh, just all the, you know, it was just all the shenanigans behind the scenes and just being on the road with that bunch was it was just a non-stop party and a blast it was amazing and plus the shows you know the shows every night was like a big party with a bunch of friends because those ecw fans always came out just to have a great time and just a they made that they made ecw you know the fans always came out to have a great time. One minute they'd be chanting "You effed up," and then thirty seconds later they're chanting "This is awesome." So they just came out to have a good time, no matter what. They didn't come out to put us under the microscope and critique us. They just came out to have have fun. I'm curious if you could describe a little bit. I mean, it seemed like the whole EDW parade and you guys took over. I mean, you really you, you believed. You could tell the like all of our company believe in ECW and you know you wore it on your uh, one guy at, at the top what was it like working for Paul Heyman and how did he get you guys to go out there and try and blow the roof off each and every night well Paul you know he's amazing at uh, booking and stuff because 
he knows how to protect people from their weaknesses and emphasize their strengths. And he is one of the best in the business at uh, uh, giving a very inspirational speech before a show and getting you all fired up. He He's amazing at that. So he would get you all ready. I mean, by the end of one of his speeches, you were ready to go out there and slit your own throat. <laughs> you know? Was he was he the the out of out of uh, the guys you work was the best promoter? You Pardon? Was he the best promoter you worked for? Um. Well, it depends. You know, when it came <laughs> when it when it came to pay, no. <laughs> you know, but uh, no, it was. Uh, I mean, I don't know. There's been other promoters that have been great to work for, like Carrie Silken was great to work for. Um, and I, you know, there's been a lot of a lot of indies that I've worked for where I've gotten repeat work because I didn't kill them with a fee, you know, with my rate. I always, right. always believed in uh, giving them a, a fair rate so I could get repeat business. So there was a lot of indies where I worked on a worked on a regular basis with. So there's a lot of indie promoters that I enjoyed working with too. And you know, so I can't pick one promoter that was a favorite, you know, just anyone who just treated you like a you know, fair and like a decent human being, which is it seems like the majority of you know, a lot of promoters in this business are just shady, you know. <laughs> All right, we're gonna let just wanted if you can let our audience know uh, in the upcoming weeks, months, uh, where can people see action if they want to catch you? Oh, this weekend, uh, I can't remember the name of the show, but I'm up around the Hartford, Connecticut area. I think it's around there. I, I'm wrestling Brian Fury, who I faced in the Super 8 tournament quite a few years ago, so it'll be interesting to to uh, see how much he's improved. and I'm sure he'll make my work a lot harder for me. <laughs> I'm sure he's a lot better by now. But, uh, you know, and then uh, Marty Gennetti and Tony Atlas are also on the show, so it's always an honor to be in the locker room with legends like that. Very cool. Thank you, Gary. I'd like to thank you so much for tuning in. Former ECW champ, OH World champ, Phoenix X Division, WWE light heavyweight. Thank you so much for calling us, Gary. We'll hope to talk to you soon. Oh, thank you very much for having me. And we got a chant going. You take care of yourself. Be safe. We'll see you soon. And we've got another caller on the line. Let's see. Paul, are you there? Are you there, caller? I I can hear myself. Pick up your phone. All right, we're going to call. All right. All right. Well, let's thank Jerry Lynn for calling us today. Uh, great to hear from him. A lot of good stuff as far as the day back in ECW. And again, apologize for some of the technical problems we have had over the past uh, hour or so, but we're getting there. The phone seems to be working a little better. Three seven eight three eight nine eight one five is the number to call. But without further ado, we're going to get to the fifty fifty news update. And standing in for Dave, our producer Michelle, take it. Thank you, Ken. WrestleZone.com has reported that John Flores tonight is in the WWE's 
Making it on the company's corporate website with its office. Call added to the corporate site, and it appeared as if he was taking over for the quarantine as a job title now executive vice president
appearance. No mention of WWE paid a one and in a getting it. We're also going to take back the titles, take them back to the U.S. 
time. You know why? Ask me why, Ken. Because Richie Rotten beat that ass of Richie last month. That's why.
Or Dillinger. What can I say about, about it? Well, let's see. There's one thing that I do say. Mark Dillinger is our United States champion. But, uh, right? However, last month, or not, had a very interesting match. Everyone has Mike Cap's the green kid. Mike Cap is the kid who cannot hang. I went out. What about Mark Dillinger? And not only did I hang with him, I do. But Walker didn't beat me. I took his finger. I took it. He still couldn't beat me. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I deserve another match. As far as I'm concerned, I should be the United States champion. I'm telling you right now. Dave, are you there? Hello. Are you there, Dave? Yes, I'm here. 
Hey, there you go. Hopefully you'll last for a little bit. How are things out there in Hartford? It's getting crazy. You want to hear something? Hold on one second. All right. Yeah. Guess who I got with me? Who do you got with you? I got the CTWE heavyweight champion of the world, Mr. First Class Vladimir Joseph. Let me put him on the line for you. Nice. Hello. Hey, Vladimir Joseph, congratulations to you. CTWE champ. Yes, yes, that's I. That's that's me. What's going on? (laughs) How do you Doing okay. You guys are breaking up, so I mean, I don't know how this is gonna work. We've been having a lot of problems with phones tonight. Um, just wondering how it feels to be champion. Yes, it's me. I'm here. Uh, it was a surreal experience. It was a fun time. So who's who's next? Who gets the number one contender? I'm actually in a four way in August. August 19th, I think. Fatal four-way, I'm sorry. Not a four-way, you sick guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm in a fatal four-way August 19th, uh, 18th. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's it. CCW's next show. And then June 30th, I'm in Ashford, Connecticut at a campground. I'm sorry? Who are you wrestling in Ashford? Alex Cypher, Lucas Sharp, and um, Bandito Jr. Very cool. Uh, switching gears slightly, uh, just we're in the WWE. Um, you know, we're talking about the Monday night. We're all going to three hours. Uh, do you think three hours is a good thing for the WWE? Uh, yes and no, because it can develop younger talent. But I am not uncreative. I don't know how this three-hour thing is going to work. But it could be a good thing for WWE. Who do you think has some young talent? Who should the next guy to, to develop? Um, it's not up to me to decide. It's really up to the talent. And if they want to be where John Cena is or Triple H or Undertaker, they have to step up. It's really not up to me. It's not up to the fans, really, technically. It's up to the boys themselves to figure out if they want it because I feel like a lot of them are content. They get paid a lot of money. And some guys just love what they do and aren't trying to reach that that top like Cena has. You know what I mean? But I got to head out because I got to get back to the arena. So I will talk to you guys later. And thanks for having me. And I will call next week. It's not what he created. It's a tape spot. Hold on. Dave's coming back on the line. Hold on. One sec. Hello. Yeah. Hey. Hello. All right. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Congratulations, Vladimir Joseph. New TV 
the law be the BFO. All right, move to the next question. Hey. Hey, you watching Monday Night Guy on the phone. What is that? Am I watching Raw tonight? We have a fashion that actually is taking over the show here. This is my show. I can hardly hear you. Shows just become the dynasty of the dynasty show. You damn right. Uh, yeah. You said where you should be is on Saturday with us. You see, that's where this is our future wrestling. We are the people that you that you will wear pajamas one day. You know that you'll be walking around. You'll be walking around with the Mikey cap. You know that. What was that? Who else is holding? We got someone else. Uh, we got to go there, caller. Uh, yeah, go, go, go watch Monday Night Raw. I've gone. I, I, just just the, I think I'm the producer now. Yo, I was hearing uh, one half of the tag teams over there. You got over there with their dynasty? Oh, here we go. I got someone online. Yeah, taking over a show. I, I, I want to know what's, what's going to happen with the tag team titles. Who's that? It's NTG. NTG. Oh, one of the uh, I want to know what's going to happen. Guy. But That's what it is. I don't think so, uh, Tubby Face. Because we are untouchable. You heard that, Nate the Great? So you and, uh, and your little boyfriend, uh, the, the 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 other dude, y'all could dance. Oh, whatever his name is. Whatever his name is. Whatever his name is. You guys could, like, change his spot of the picture here. Because this Saturday, when it's all set up, you guys are like a, a bunch of chickens in a coop. You get you guys together, yeah, you guys are Anybody else on this? He actually said you guys are a bunch of chickens in a coop. Where the chicken? You want to find this? We're in the pepper mill. He's all talk. We're in the pepper mill in Congress, New York. You want to find us? Come get us. You want to find us? Come get us. Right here. It's Monday Night Raw, right here in the bar. Congress, New York, right by the train tracks. You want to Nate to come bring? It's free. I'm giving it to She got on the phone. Uh, thanks for calling. I'm. I'm... Don't think. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna go to that. We got someone else. Are you there, caller? Yeah, I was calling in. I was going to talk about the uh, three-hour rub program, but I was never taking the what show. Say, but if you are wrong, take over the show because awesome. I think he said you guys are awesome. You you better say I'm that we're awesome. See, I'm already following on Twitter just because they're showing up on the show here. I hope they kick your ass. I get a good laugh out of that. But I want to see these guys. About time we get some colorful characters coming up in the world of wrestling. Yes, it's one Legion Place, Elmwood, New Jersey. Elmwood, New Jersey. Sorry, I'm going to be I'm so going to be there Saturday. I can't wait to see you kick some butt. You're going to be around me tonight. We're, we're also at, at Pepper South 
Pops in New York, Dow tonight. So if you want to come out and win Raw, you can watch Monday Night Raw. You you want to do a little, you know, furniture movement? We can do that too. You can watch the class. Come down, hang out with the class guys. Gold watches, chains, money, shoes. Come on, hang down. Alligator shoes. Who else we got holding? He ran away. He ran away. You know what? Shows how we want to get the most raised now. Because we've changed the name of your show. You yeah, see, if it was just me, I'd change it to the Trish Law Show to make it my show. But you know what? In all fairness, we're going to name this the Dynasty of Destruction Show featuring Ken Reddy. I can be part of it, at least. Yeah, you can be part of it. You'll do a little talk, and then we'll let you talk. We, we, we will let you talk, answer the call, let you do all that. But when we're ready, we're back. Okay. I'm not going to argue Word club. Wow, you know, it's taking quite a turn. <laughs> Didn't know, uh, yeah, so the DOD is not quite honestly. Uh, they are taking over the BTV. This Saturday, we're about a half hour out from a uh, special three hour Monday night raw. So, it's cool. Come on. And we're going to be watching Monday Night Raw for three hours. We got another call. I'm on. Oh, yeah. Are you calling? Hey, hello. Going once. Hey, you got something you want to talk about? Hey. Going once, going twice. Hey, hello. Hey, hello. Hey, there. Yeah, are you there? I'm here. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm calling in because y'all are talking about me from what I heard. And who is this? My name is Penny oh, James, whatever. Yeah, I, I hear, I hear a familiar face in there. Preacher man. Still look at your room from last I ain't licking nothing, you fat meatball. Hey, Tommy. Listen here. Tell, tell Arlene Tommy face hello. Yeah, I'm going to stick my foot in your fat face, Tommy, boy. she's calling me. Hold on. Mm, yeah. Listen, what, what y'all, y'all are... You know where y'all, I am. Y'all weren't nothing. Y'all weren't nothing. You know that I took you all the way to the limit, and you boys were done. If it wasn't for chicken little turning face, you be nothing right now. You'd be looking for a job, you fat and greasy meatball. Hey, 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 Mr. Preacher. For me, not that you work for you, now guess who's called out? I am. Now look. I'm going to give you a little bit of time to say what you got to say. If you want to see Angry because of what we right? No, no, it wasn't us. Allegedly, you see, because what you guys need to understand is that we don't hit women, we don't hit kids, especially the kids. You will they up and punch in the face? And what we do to Saturday in Elmwood Park? I done told you once. You don't never talk about my family. I'm done talking to you. When I come to meltdown, I'm coming for you. You're dead, boy. 
We just said he's coming. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like talking to white trash. Hot girl to call at this time, and why not? Last 20 minutes of the Ken Reedy show. Wait, wait, sorry. The Dynasty of Destruction show featuring Ken Reedy. Um, we'd like some hot girls to call in. 347-838-915. That number again is 347-838-915. Hot girls call in, or better yet, come down to the Peppermill South, um, where we'll be watching Raw. We've got about 20 minutes left, and, uh, you know, dollars. Yeah, because, uh, we don't have any rat exterminators over here tonight, so we can, we can bring some girls over here today. Uh, Peppermill, here in uh, New York. It's right by the train tracks. 31, 31 Lake Street. 31 Lake Street. Lake, Lake Road. Road. Lake, Lake Road, Road in, in, in Congress, New York. Come and hang out with the dynasty. You got Southern Law. You got Face. You got Mike Cap, and, you know, you have uh, Mike Reedy. That's Ken Reedy. It's what? Ken Reedy. You have that I called you something. <laughs> I could have called you Wow. I called you something else. I could have called you. I'm not going to say this. There's kids in them. You know, to be honest, then I wouldn't argue with you. Let me ask you this. You feel something in our room going three hours tonight? That's an excellent question. Um, Thanks. Now, okay. dance around it. Okay, I have some mistake. Why are you saying that? Well, see, you know, if you hang around long enough, it's bound to happen. That's where we go two hours. I'll have like one or two really good points. Um, it's kind of like with three hours, they'll they're going to give us all in the past in the three hours that they've done. They've given us like an hour of garbage. They can almost too long. Uh, give us some commercials, uh, some goofy nonsense. And this is a short answer. Sorry, I'm, answer I'm, I'm rambling. This is my show. You're killing my time. I only got a couple minutes left. You have about 20 minutes. All right, well, short answer. I got more okay. questions for you. But I, I think if they're filling up that, that hour with uh, schlock, it, uh, it's a mistake. You heard that? This guy over here. It's a three hours rule. He, he's awesome because he's buying the Dynasty drinks and he's enjoying $1 tacos. What do you well, do? Well, I can argue he's buying the Dynasty drinks. I mean, what am I going to go with? You know what? Gonna go with what? Cool guy. You might get a drink on the Dynasty. I think you get a drink on our too. So whoa, we'll, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't need drinks on your tab. No, no. Yes, we do. It's like it's dumb now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see your point. I see your point. I see your point. Let me ask you another question. All right. So, are uh, you coming to check out the Body Slam Wrestling Organization tomorrow? I, I like, on Saturday? Um, I'd like to come to Because yeah, yeah, like you see, want to see uh, what guys, the Dynasty has to do? I, I want to see you guys take care of business. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you guys seem uh, a pretty formidable faction. Um, uh, if they don't what it takes to uh, save you guys off. They don't. Well, I mean, they had a chance last month. I want to use some colorful language. They pre- pretty much shit the bed last month. So, uh... You know, he can hold Elvis. He did what he had to do. So, so we'll be there. 
So let me ask you, like, one of you guys, I mean, you guys pretty much have taken over the BWO. We, we've established that. So what, what's next? We take over I don't that. know. New Jersey, the White House, the world? I don't know. That's the limit. Why are we here and tell you what we're going to do? We can get Saturday and the rest of the month and find out everything we have in store. Because I'm telling you now that place is going to have more people in it than it ever did. Because the They're limitless. All right. So what, so what do you guys do? What do we think? It gives, me, it gives me something to do. I like to do more wrestling. I agree with that. Who's your guy you like watching? I like Randy Norton. I like Randy Norton. Do you think that's going to be a big uh, hole for him for the next few days? I definitely agree with that. Yeah. And having him is going to be uh, going. That's wrong with Gilligan. That's wrong with Gilligan. Pointing out how important So let me ask you a question. Okay. How long have you uh, been a wrestling fan? Wow. It doesn't matter. I always want to do that. You know that? <laughs> I always want to do that. I always want to do that. <laughs> D O D. Yeah, that's right. I I've been honestly saying to first match I ever watched. I I can say this I can respect for this though. There's a lot of guys that want to try to be wrestlers. A lot of guys that belong on the other side of the barricade. And I give you the props because you chose on your dream in another way by being the radio host of the Ken Reedy show. Thank you. I appreciate that. I give you that much. And I give you guys props because you can bring and what you guys did something I I could not do. So uh, right, we we all have our dreams. We all got uh, how we want to be a part of it. I commend you guys for getting there. And, you know. We agreed again, Tommy. We agreed again. No, whoa, whoa, whoa! There's no relationship for me here. But at the end of the day, it's still going to be. Hour ago, with him as guest. He's lost. He probably he probably wonder. He just had a worker come here. He doesn't know how to work his phone. I think he said phone, and he doesn't know how to work it. Never know. You know when I walk there. You know. How bad I beat him? How bad did you? How bad I beat him? I want to know how bad you beat him. Look at me. How bad you think I beat him? I beat him pretty bad. I beat him, and he was a former BWO World Champion. You made him I made him look bad. You know what? I'm starting to like this guy. I might even let him walk me to the ring. Alright, I'd be down with that. And I'd let you the hold the belt. You know that? You down for that? I'd be down for you that. You know what? I'd be down for that. I see what we can do. For you. I like that. Let me ask you something. Ask me something. On your Randy Orton guy. I like Randy Orton. With him being out, who's a guy in the company that you would elevate right now? There's a spot available. You guys, that's, see, now this is why guys are a good faction. You all agree. I can, it, it was like Randy Orton, Randy Orton, Randy Orton. Now it's Dolph, Dolph. See, I, was, I, I really like 
I really like to go for the, you know, like the guys of like, you know, my uh my tan color tan. But uh it's just like our, I like our truth. I like our truth. I like Mark Henry, you know. I want to see those guys up there, you know. Like give me one, you know what I'm saying? What what'd you think of Mark Henry's last run with the champ? I think it was pretty good. Mark Henry, think the man. He's, Mark Henry's the kind of guy that when you walk into the alley, you're like, man, I'm glad he's on my team. <laughs> you know what I'm I agree with you. I've always thought that like the champ is now an great view as well. I think the champ should always be someone that would be scared of getting the ballroom. Of course. The champ should be someone that you look at and like, like not mess with that guy. Of course. Mark Henry. Even though I'm the kind of champion that dresses real nice, I'm not up to give out the ass with them. It's free, you know that? I give it away for free. I got plenty of them. Talk about uh, uh, Sebastian Cruz. That was the lad. That was the guy who took the belt from back in December. It's fun. Ask me another question. What do you think of Seamus? I like Seamus. Yeah. It's funny. We, we don't, we're all in agreement. Yeah. I like Seamus, too. I know he got bum rap because uh, Neil Bryan seems to be the the real guy in the 18-second however long it was at Rania. Um But I kind of like Seamus, too. I agree with you. I agree knowing that he's Triple H's workout partner. Um, I think we're going to be the face of the company you someday. See, the thing I was wondering about Seamus, let me tell you this. The way I look at it is that because skin wrestler. I don't tan. I lotion. And for the other guys, tan, it can get color. What do you do? Burns. I don't know. Let me do this. Who's your favorite? I'm actually a big fan. To me, I think he's underrated and right now, probably the best seller in the business. I said I would not get into the ring, but that guy could probably make me look good in a wrestling ring. He's just that good at, at selling other guys' stuff. As far as on the mic, I, I love what I'm seeing at Holy Ray right now. I could agree. You know, he's one of my teachers. Really? But, uh, Bubba Ray and Devon, I first went to wrestling school with them, and finally when I moved up here, uh, Nunzio was my teacher. Yeah, I got for Nunzio. So, like, things like, uh, let's compare what we like Nunzio. It was both tough from from all three of them because uh, they have both been in places where I've been. There's nothing but experience and stuff like that. Training with the Dudley boys is like it's like the boot camp of wrestling. It's the heart. It's the Harvard of wrestling. I me went to uh, Nunzio. It's like icing on the cake because Nunzio's a different kind of wrestler. You know, he's a smaller guy. He moves around really fast, and you know, he throws me. You know, how to match wrestle and you know, different stuff. You can take what freedom has given me and put that into one big ball and look at me now. I'm throwing a champ. So I learned a little, you know, I, I learned a little, I learned a little something from Rich T. Rotten, but no, I'll say if I ever make it to like, you know, when I'm in the Hall of Fame or in a Hall of Fame, one of the guys that I'd like to have dog would be my friend. Nice. I would definitely say that. Not to go off top, not to club, but because him, I would have gotten the confidence to like go do other shows and stuff like that. But right, if it was ever, 
you know, crush it, you know, and I think TNA is the proper place for guys like, you know, like guys like me that want to work way up the ladder because there's no more ECW, there's no WCW, you know, at least I can work my way up, get some kind of road experience, and then go to the leagues. Not to say that they're not the big leagues. Who else do you like in, in TNA? Jay Styles, I can agree with that. I, you know, I'm glad you brought him up. We, we're, we got about six minutes left, but I'd like to ask you because we, we've talked about Jay Styles before on the show. And no doubt, the guy has got every gift in the world. Uh, a tremendous in-ring competitor. However, feel like character has gotten stale over the past couple of years. I know they're running the angle now that maybe he was having an affair with uh, Dixie. Well, you wouldn't? Uh, no, I don't turn on my collar, brother. <laughs> For real, I take what, what do you think of AJ's character over the past year? year, year? I don't watch TNA often. When I do, I watch AJ because to me, as far as wrestling skills, he's got it. But character-wise, you know, I've watched him fluctuate from different zones and different things, but I feel like that this, they do this with Dick Carter go somewhere, they do it but they would have to, it would have to be done right. Uh, I've opened of AJ. You know, yes, he has gotten stale a little bit. He has, I think he's, en- I don't think he's enough. I, I think he needs to be himself. He's got all the talent in the world. He really does. And he's talented. I think done with TNA, WWE should really consider getting him. That's a good point. It goes back to what you were saying, like being yourself in a, in a promo, kind of you know, who, what, when, where, why. That'll probably help him as far as the promo work and uh, character-wise. I have a problem with AJ. You like I like everything. I, I mean, yeah. That's problem with Steve Off. We have a problem with it. I know it's now. Let's just say Steve Off. Steve Off. Steve's like off charts, like below the charts. Before that's I'm private, baby. If something doesn't go his way, he will mind. He will complain. He will. You guys don't want to complain about that. You see what I'm saying? When you got to work up, it's work up. Let me eat. I'm going to get him a drink. All right. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. champion. The relation was, I get disqualified, Steve Off was the belt. Guess what happens? I disqualified Steve Off with the belt. But he, he likes to go around saying that, oh, he took the belt off of Tommy Face. He drove me face out of the BWO for three years. No, Tommy wrestled for years, tried to the world title with a torn ACL. Went and had surgery. So, Steve, you have Glenn Orange and Glenn Orange athlete? No, no, Steve. Glenn Orange is the athlete. And the fact that you didn't call it tonight just proves how scared you are that I just speak. So if you are, Steve, I mean, we're, we're on for another three, three minutes. Call in. It's 1815. They're calling you out, baby. Steve's 
have what we call uh, internet And for those older listeners, you know, like a telephone tough guy, he likes to sit behind his computer and type out his, type out how tough he is. That's what he does. Hey, I'm Steve off. I'm calling you out. You're, you're here to me. You know where I am. You know where to find me. You know where to find all the dynasty. It's not that hard. Go on the meet up wherever you want, tough guy. But Saturday... If I had to think real hard about showing up, I know as a no, no, hard about showing up because I know his mask is going to Because believe me, brother, you've got a target on your back. And we're coming for you. I'm coming for you. Glenn Ulrich is coming for you. Want to talk to me face to face, tough guy? June 16th is Saturday. I'm going to bet you don't even show up. Does Steve have any chance? Oh, <laughs> Let's go. Just got a champ, got a taco. Thank you very much. At the Pepper Mill South. Wait, wait, a minute. Uh, you want to like, cap us off here or something? Real quick, this Saturday, Elwood Puckler, Legion, one Legion place, come out. Ladies, you come out especially because after the rest of the executive presidential suite and a new hotel, and we're going to party all night because I just see how take it over. Body Slam Wrestling at Body Slam on Twitter. If anyone out there thinks that indie wrestling is not alive and well in this country, you are sorely mistaken. The BWO event this Saturday, DLD is taking over. And if you want to be part of our this is Reedy for the Ken Reedy Show. If for the Dynasty Destruction.